This is Dreamwalker 1960. As a reminder, you can read the transcripts of all my podcasts at dreamwalker1960.com. You can use most podcast platforms if you wish to listen. All you need to do is do a search for Dreamwalker 1960. Now, why is the first thing the glorified Jesus Christ did when he had John write what would become the book of Revelation was to write to seven churches in what is now Turkey. For the simple fact that those that profess to being quote-unquote Christian at this time comprise every aspect of those that were a part of these communities in the 90s AD. Right this very moment, people behave in the same manner as those people did that comprised these seven groups. As has been established in past podcasts, those that have studied the scriptures also have concluded that these seven letters are chronological. See podcast number six, the chronological order of the letters of the seven churches in Revelation, meaning the last letter, which is the letter to Laodicea, which tells us of the lukewarm Christian, is the time we now live within. That being said, reading these letters and having a heartfelt look into our own lives and lifestyles and seeing if we fall into any behaviors within these letters. In podcast number 102, I go through a teaching that I was directed by the Holy Spirit to pursue. That teaching still applies. However, that does not change that you can get more from these letters. Why? John 14:26. But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to remembrance all things that I said to you. 2 Timothy 3:16-17. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Holy Spirit teaches us and expands our horizons. I believe the closer we get to being a reflection of Jesus Christ, the more insight into the real truth God himself grants us. Now why have I gone to such trouble to get to this point? Because I have been led to discuss a different angle of the fifth letter the letter to Sardis. Revelation 3, 1-6 And to the angel of the church of Sardis write, These things says he who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works, that you have a name, that you are alive, but you are dead. Be watchful, and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die. For I have not found your works 
perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent. Therefore, if you will not watch, I will come upon you as a thief, and you will not know what hour I will come upon you. You have a few names, even in Sardis, who have not defiled their garments. They shall walk with me in white, for they are worthy. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. This one letter actually crosses the lines of many denominations and beliefs within Christendom. In other podcasts, I singled out one at that time. However, this time I was led to say this covers all that choose to call Jesus Christ their Savior. Within every single building that calls itself a quote-unquote church, within every community that professes to follow Jesus, within every group that studies the Bible at work, in a school, or in a park. What is said within this letter is something to understand for all that are listening or reading this. I know your works, that you have a name that you are alive, but you are dead. Many have said they are alive in Christ, yet they do not follow the Spirit. In Galatians, we are taught what are the fruits of the Spirit? Galatians 5:22-23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. Living this way is not easy, for there are many trials given unto us that causes us to break from attaining living this way. Many, however, do not even get to that level. I have encountered many professing to be a child of God through Jesus Christ. Nevertheless, the fruit they bear is visible for all to see. For what is seen is the ways of the flesh, as is described earlier in Galatians. Galatians 5, 19-21 now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you, beforehand, just as I have told you in time past, that those that practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. What amazes me the most is when I encounter the majority that display the flesh and not the spirit, yet insist they are one with Jesus Christ, to the point of calling me a hypocrite. Now why point out these verses from Galatians? Key elements that rear their heads when I encounter those that live in the flesh, yet insist they are dedicated followers of Jesus Christ. They show hatred, contention, and outbursts of wrath. 
we can also turn to these verses, 1 Timothy 6, 3-5. If anyone teaches otherwise and does not consent to wholesome words, even the words of our own Lord Jesus Christ, and to the doctrine which accords with godliness, he is proud, knowing nothing, but is obsessed with disputes and arguments over words, from which come envy, strife, rivalry, evil suspicions, useless wranglings of men of corrupt minds and destitute of the truth, who suppose that godliness is a means of gain. From such withdraw yourself. When those that attack the true gospel when given to them by other humans, they show an attitude of haughtiness. Yet the mere fact that they attacked the word of God Direct quotes from the Bible itself shows that they have no knowledge of the word or him who said the word. However, they insist upon arguing to the point of nitpicking words from the Bible itself. Their goal and intent is to be victor, to be shown right, to be shown righteous. Yet all they have accomplished is those things which divide the people, which explains why there are so many denominations within Christendom. What are the greatest commandments? Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven through 40 Jesus said to him, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. This is the first and the greatest commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments hang all the laws and the prophets. Is this accomplished by seeking to prove one is correct when the Bible is the only thing that is when not taken out of context or used piecemeal? Several of these misconceptions have been addressed by me in the past not to prove I am right, but that the Bible is, because I am trying to follow the greatest commandments. Be watchful and strengthen the things which remain, that are ready to die, for I have not found your works perfect before God. Remember, therefore, how you have received and heard. Hold fast and repent." Even though, per the Bible, many that profess to being quote-unquote Christian, God, through his eternal and undying love for all of humanity, still offers redemption if all people do is to return to the teachings of the Bible and repent. In the book of Hosea, we are taught of the fickle behavior of all humans. We are also taught of God's undying and unending love. There are those within Christendom that say this is evidence that we cannot lose our salvation. However, as the book of Hosea teaches us, as well as Jesus himself in John 15, 1-6, this is the furthest thing from the truth. Many that profess to being quote-unquote Christian go about living in and of the world, and yet know some aspect of God and the knowledge of the Bible. That is what is being referred to here in these verses. 
However, this is where the greatest peril lies as well, as is witnessed in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 6, 4 through 6. For it is impossible for those who were once enlightened and have tasted the heavenly gift and have become partakers of the Holy Spirit and have tasted the good word of God and the power of the age to come, if they fall away, to renew them again to repentance, since they crucify again for themselves the Son of God and put him to an open shame. It is due to their lackluster knowledge of God and His Word that causes them to fall short, which in turn can result in Christ saying to them that they are not known to Him. Matthew seven twenty one through 23 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father in heaven. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who practice lawlessness. For Christ made it clear in Matthew 12 that evil cannot cast out demons. So those that say they cast out demons and performed miracles and even prophesied did just that because they were at that time a part of the vine and known to him. For those are his fruits, that he abided in them and they in him. Yet they turned their backs upon God because humans are fickle. This letter is their warning to return to him. I was in this spot myself in 2013. I know without any doubt that when I went through my year of Job, that if I did not repent and return to him, I would have been cast off to wither further and destined to be burned. However, due to what has been shown in Hebrews chapter 6, too many are blind to this truth and, as was mentioned earlier, display their true loyalty to the flesh instead of the spirit. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life, but I will confess his name before my Father and before his angels. Many do not understand one of the key elements written in the book of Revelation is what I just quoted once again. That key element is these words. He who overcomes shall be clothed in white garments, and I will not blot out his name from the book of life. Let us look at it from a different angle. He who does not overcome shall be naked, and I will blot out his name from the book of life. Time is running out. Jesus Christ is soon to return. The rapture will occur, for Christ himself said, there would be a time when people would simply disappear from the face of the earth. However, it is also made clear that most that expect to go in the rapture will be left behind. For most that accept salvation or repent do not leave before the tribulation, but during the tribulation. Revelation 7, 9-14 After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude, which no one could number, 
of all nations, tribes, peoples, and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes, with palm branches in their hands, and crying out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels stood around the throne, and the elders, and the four living creatures, and fell on their faces before the throne, and worshipping God, saying, Amen, blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might, be to our God forever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders answered, saying to me, Who are these arrayed in white robes, and where did they come from? And I said to him, Sir, you know. So he said to me, These are the ones who came out of the great tribulation, and washed their robes, and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. These are the ones that will suffer pain, hunger, and torture. These are the ones that will most likely be beheaded. Is this what you desire to experience? Or do you desire to meet Christ in the clouds at his return? It's up to you. Accept the truth and downsize and turn to God. Or keep living in and for the world and be called the quote-unquote lukewarm, who Christ will vomit from his body. God bless. Make it count, leave a mark, build a name for yourself. Dream your dreams, chase your heart above all else. Make a name the world remembers. But all an empty world can sell is empty dreams. I got lost in the light, but it was up to me to make a name the world remembers. Jesus is the only name to remember. And I
Jesus.